Okay then, podcast listeners, I think, is this episode 26 or 27? Um, <clears throat> the info will be there on the blurb to this podcast, wherever you got it from. Uh, but welcome to this week's episode of Let Hope Arise. Um, as always, it's a good one. We are continuing this journey, I suppose, of what is church. And um, don't misunderstand me, we could... Um, um, <laughs> um, for a start, I'm not trying to explain the uh, the whole depth and revelation of mystery of this question in a humble 20-minute podcast. Um, but I'm hopefully getting us to think about some things because, as you've probably picked up, we're on a journey here in, in our church family here in, in the United Kingdom and wherever you are listening from around the world. Uh, this may well be a part of the journey that you are on and um, thinking about what is church. And so... Um, all of our podcasts are good, you know. I'm, I'm biased, but particularly the last few. Have a, have a listen to them. Catch up if you're if you're a newcomer to this podcast. But today we 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 take this one step further. We build on from last week. So if you're not listening to last week's, listen to that before you listen to this week. But this week we start to look at um, uh, the scripture in Ephesians where it talks about the uh, the the fivefold ministry gifts and and what they are for, and actually how we've maybe misunderstood them or limited them. Um, within the context of church and as a result of that it's kept as insular and inward looking and I submit some things today which might get you to think for example here's a little heads up um, you know apostles prophets teachers evangelists um, I believe with all my heart because these are gifts from God um, there is something about these gifts which reside in you um, as a believer and they are there for a reason Yes, we. there are people who flow in these gifts externally and they're a blessing to the body, but I'm talking more about there's something about these gifts that God has placed in you so that you can be a blessing to those around you. And I think we've lost sight of that as churches. So anyway, that's just a little, a, a little teaser, a little taster. Have a listen, see what you think. And um, as always, keep in touch, send us a message, find it, hook, us up, hook up with us on Facebook or social media. Love to know what you think. Uh, reviewers, I always think five stars looks good on us. Um, but we'd, we'd, we'd love that. It just helps to get the podcast out more um, in terms of algorithms and all these things that we don't understand. But uh, enjoy the pod, episode 27. We continue to ask the question, what is church? Hello there, hello there, hello there, and welcome to the latest edition of Hope Church Online. And it's good to see you today. What say you, Hannah? She's not here. <laughs> um, uh, let you into a little secret as you watch this. Uh, hopefully Hannah and I and the kids, uh, and not the dog actually, uh, we will be away on a half-term break and we're just going away for a couple of days to the South Coast. And so as you tune into this, hopefully the weather is good and we might be on a bike somewhere or sat by the beach or or whatever. And um, yeah, so whilst we're getting ready for all that, Hannah just putting some things together. Hence, it is me flying solo today. So uh, bear with me. But welcome to Church Trust. You're doing well. I hope you've had a good week. And just a couple of things for our diaries. I'm not going to keep you long today. Sunday, the 6th of June. So next Sunday, this will be. Uh, we are planning on getting together again as a church family. Some of you are thinking, what, again? On Zoom um, to discuss where we're up to. And remember, it is a discussion. It is not a diktat. 
um, but just want to um, uh, flesh some things out based on all the different bits of feedback that we've had uh, so we get to get more of a picture and an idea um, of what things are going to look like moving forward obviously we're moving into June June if all things go according to plan as far as the government are concerned um, towards the end of this month they're, they're hoping that all restrictions can be lifted but obviously there's in the news at the minute there's um, concern about this new variant and um, whether anything needs to be done on that but all things being equal um, so we just want to continue this conversation and this dialogue uh, so that we're all on the same page together so that is next Sunday the 6th of June keep your eye out for all the zoom links uh, they'll probably come next weekend um, so we're all ready to, to clock on on the Sunday and we can just talk together hope that is okay and the only other thing from me before we get into some things this morning is uh, birthdays couple of birthdays I want to celebrate today and apologies if I have missed any but I want to celebrate two wonderful women first of all um, they've had their birthdays this week I believe Janet you uh, had your birthday on the 27th and we absolutely celebrate that and honour you and the wonderful Elaine Elaine Chambers it was your birthday this week so listen on behalf of Hannah and myself and the wider Hope Church family we send you our birthday greetings, our birthday blessings, and we pray that it is all well with you. Right then, without any further ado, and unless Hannah's got anything to say, she's not here still. Let's get into the word. All right then, we have been looking at, and I suppose I've never, I've not given it a title really, but um, the last couple of weeks, just make sure that's on. Uh, we've been looking at um, something which I suppose you could describe uh, as what is church. We've been looking at this this whole area and of course as we've been saying it's all tied in with our journey as a church family here at Hope Church. And last week if you remember uh, and if you've not had a chance to listen to it yet I, I want to strongly encourage you to st- um, go back up on the Facebook stream and just go back a, a week and uh, or on YouTube find last week's session because we started to look at a couple of things which will help us on our journey so if you remember uh, we looked at the the three scriptures really which are fundamental to um, our journey and where we're going really based on these three scriptures so first of all there was a great commission the last thing that Jesus said to people before he ascended um, was this listen go into all the world and make disciples um, teaching them showing them you know all the things that I taught you and I showed you and that was the last thing that he said and and then we looked at um, uh, Acts 2.42 and the disciples carrying out that action and we see the early church emerge and it says in Acts 2.42 that they devoted themselves to these were the key elements that that were um, should be there in church the apostles doctrine or in other words you know teaching um, the word um, revealing him so there was the apostles doctrine there was prayer there was the covenant meal the breaking of bread and there was fellowship and actually when you start to unpack all of that you start to see how really the church is built around community and relationship all of those things are relational the teaching of one another is relational the sharing the covenant meal is relational fellowship obviously is relational uh, which one have I missed out I can't remember but anyway uh, prayer sorry prayer that's relational it's communicative it's it's we pray for one another 
and we pray to someone so all of that is relational and 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 we looked at the life of jesus how um how jesus the one who told us to go out into the world how he lived his life and he lived his life traveling not saying we all become travelers but he lived his life just out there yes there were times when he was in the synagogue but he didn't spend all of his time in the synagogue in fact he would go to all these different places judea galilee all these different places and the bible would tell us that he would be sharing the good news of the kingdom uh, not the good news of the ministry but the good news of the kingdom and he'd be out there and it wasn't just his words that spoke it was his manner it was his lifestyle it was the fact that he was around people that he could reach people and we contrasted that to what you and i see um, a, a, a lot now in our day and if there's ever any going out there it's called mission or outreach and it's got a title um, and yet Jesus just was Jesus just excuse my tenses he just bead <laughs> wherever he went and and I think there's an element of that that has been lost in the church today and church today by and large has become so inward looking whereas intentionally or not intentionally in fact I don't I don't think it was intentional at all but but our eyes our focus has become um, have become fixated on building his house um, yet actually yet actually I believe God is more concerned with his creation um, because a lot of the time what we think is his house is <clears throat> not really his house at all it, it's become a structure it's become a system it's become a it's become a religious artifact if you like and and I think a lot of a lot of what's gone on is um, all those you know new modern churches who who say they're not traditional listen we have built our own traditions and so we were contrasting how Jesus did it to maybe how we are doing it and and we've got to this place or Hannah and I have got to this place and you may or may not be at, at this point depending on your own journey but we've got to this place where I, I cannot any longer just maintain the status quo I'm, I'm not prepared to do it anymore I want to make sure that what I build is what he wants us to build I want to make sure that what what we do is what God has called us to do and and we don't fall into the trap of building things that maybe he never asked for you can do things in the name of him but he never asked for them and um, I want to make sure we just get this right so and and weirdly in life um, let me put it this way in no way is our journey and where we find ourselves today in no way is it a critique of the past not at all um, it's just that in life you discover things the older you get them the more you discover the more you learn um, and you maybe then realize that maybe how we used to do things is is not the best way moving forward and and listen if we're all sensible if we're all being honest um, we understand that principle in life for example how you are as a husband or a wife should not really be if you're doing it well should not be how you were as a husband or a wife 20 years ago because over that 20 years you've learned some things and you've 
understood some things about yourself about your spouse and you've changed some behaviors and uh, and that doesn't mean that you deny who you were but what's happened is you've come into a greater understanding and a greater fullness of what it is to be a husband or a wife likewise as a parent the same principle applies how you raise your child today should be different to how it was back then because you've learned some things and you've and it's the same with the things of God the more we walk with him the more we understand um, who he is and that's not a critique of the past because even the apostle Paul for all his revelation said at best we see in part and it, it just might be that the part has got bigger and so I want to make sure as we transition in this phase that we are we are walking more in step with him and we are hearing his voice in all the decisions that we make so I hope that little context introduction makes sense now today just for these few moments I just want to give us um, something to think about and I've made reference to this occasionally at different points over the past few weeks but I just want to spend just a few moments 10 minutes just looking at this uh, and it's that whole uh, piece of scripture in Ephesians chapter 4 where he talks to us about the ministry gifts um, the ministry gifts the Ephesians 4 ministry gifts now let me I'll read this let's read it from there from the scripture so Ephesians chapter 4 and um, very well known but it, it's interesting how I think we've kind of lost sight again of what these are and what they're for and so Ephesians 4 and uh, verses 11 and 12 I'll just read it says here and he himself Jesus gave some to be apostles some to be prophets some to be evangelists some to be pastors and some to be teachers okay let me just stop right there it's amazing how, and, and actually I think uh, Esther, you posted something uh, which everything within me wanted to respond to because um, I absolutely agreed with what you said. Uh, and I think you were quoting Hannah at a, a, a previous thing, but it's amazing how in life and in church, and I think this is part of the problem, uh, how we have taken these ministry gifts, apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and which one did I miss out? Um, uh, no, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Fivefold ministry. It's amazing how we've taken those five uh, positions, five titles, and somehow made them into a career hierarchy, <laughs> a structure. You know, I'll I'll start out maybe as a uh, as a teacher. And then if I if I can show that I don't fall out with everybody, then I can be a pastor. And then if I can reach some people, I can call myself an evangelist. I'm a just look at Facebook. Everybody's got a title. Anybody who is doing what they think ministry is has a title. Some people have um, so many titles they change their title every day of the week. Some week they're a prophet. Some week they're an apostle. Some week they're a, they're an evangelist. Um, and then it gets to the stage this is how crazy it's got folks that then there are times when those titles for some aren't enough so they throw in some other titles doctor this uh, and some aren't even embarrassed about calling themselves a doctor when they never studied for a doctorate I mean to me that is the epitome of insanity um, and uh, or a political title or and we've become so title centric and I'm at this place now the older I get the less bothered I am about titles I could not care if another human being for the rest of my days never addressed me by my title never called 
me pa I would be more than happy for you to call me Mark for the rest of my days because listen titles mean nothing particularly if there is no function uh, and we understand that in the world as well if you don't function as an MP you'll get voted out and and it's amazing how many anointed men and women of God, when they mess up, you know, go back to the scripture where they says, well, they're, they're given, the, 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 the gifts of God are given. Um, and and, and pff, let me leave that alone. But we've become so title driven and we've misunderstood what these gifts are for. Now, I believe in the apostolic gift. I believe in the, I believe in the Ephesians 4 ministries. Absolutely. Please don't hear me wrong. Uh, hear me wrong. Um, but I don't think this is all that it is trying to say. He is given some to be apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, and evangelists. Now look at this. He then goes on to say, why, why has he given us these gifts? They're for the equipping of the saints. Okay, so these gifts are supposed to equip you and I. Um, just because you go and attend a conference, it does not mean you've been equipped. You may have been entertained. You may have been moved, you may have been encouraged, but that does not mean, he never said that, he said, it's for your equipping. We can tell whether they are authentic gifts based on the fact whether you are equipped or not, whether you appreciate or not, whether you can function better than what you could before, whether you understand more than what you did before, whether you are able to uh, be more effective in reaching others than you were before. That is the hallmark of an Ephesians 4 minister. And that's what he's given. And so he's given them to equip the saints. Now to do what? For the work of the ministry. So we're equipped to work. We're equipped to reach. We're equipped to bless. We're. I mean, it does beg the question, what is the work of the ministry? And let me just fast forward. I believe with all my heart, the work of the ministry are the last words that Jesus said while he was on this earth, which is the Great Commission. Go into all the world and make disciples. That is the work of the ministry. It's not building your department in church. It's not building the biggest church that you can do. It's not It's not building an international ministry. Although if God does that for you, then, you know, all well and good. But listen, the effective work of the ministry is to reach those around us. It's to... It's to <laughs> it's to it's to fulfill the great commission and so we're equipped for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body for the building up of the body now you know we like the mirror translation don't you in this house um let me just read ephesians 4 11 and 12 from the from the mirror because i love this it says here what god has uh, has in us is gift wrapped to the world you know he has given some some are commissioned to pioneer, that's apostles. Others are gifted prophetically, that's the prophet. Some are announcers of the good news, that's the evangelists. Some are shepherds, that's the, that's the pastors, with a real gift to care and nurture. Just because you call yourself a pastor, but you cannot care and nurture, I'll leave that alone. And others have a gift to ignite instruction through revelation knowledge, that is, the teacher. There's a little footnote in my Bible here, a Bible commentator called Rob Lacey. He's called these apostles, the prophets, the um, the evangelists, the teachers. Um, I keep missing one out. The, 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 he calls them this. He calls them the couriers, the apostles, the communicators, the prophets, the counsellors, that the, uh, they are the pastors, and the coaches, 
they're the teachers the couriers the communicators the counselors and the coaches the reason why i love that is this remember a few weeks ago i said if we're all made in his image and we are these ministry gifts are not just external gifts to us i believe this with all my heart there is something because this is how god builds and equips there is something about these ministry gifts which reside in each and every one of us there is something apostolic there is something prophetic there is something um evangelistic there is something uh, pastoral there is something teachable <laughs> educationally um of god in each and every one of us or in other words there's something of us which is uh, um a, we're a courier we're reaching somebody that we communicate we're all communicating to somebody that's prophetic we're we're all counseling somebody that's shepherding that's pastoral we should all be coaching encouraging nurturing somebody that's that's the teacher and and we're trying to get us uh, our heads to grapple with the fact that listen these ministry gifts are not just titles and people that we look up to and maybe aspire to there is also something of these gifts in each and every one of us that are there to help us as we fulfill the great commission as we reach as we bless as we encourage as we nurture as we counsel wherever it is god has placed us and that is the work of the ministry and then he goes on to say this in verse 12 each expression of his gift is to fully equip and enable the saints for the work of the ministry okay so sounds like it it, it what it was saying in the new king james but then he puts this little slant in there and i love this so that they may mutually contribute in their specific function so there's the community element of the body there's there's church every joint supplying not just the man or the woman have got every joint supplying and having its say and its input now look at what happens to give definition to the visible body of christ to give definition to the visible body of christ so in other words as these gifts flow whether they be gifts to us or the gifts that god has put in us you know to courier to counsel and to communicate and to whatever the other one was um, as these gifts flow within us what should be happening is this the body the church jesus because you know we're the church and he's the head of the church should be becoming more visible in the settings where we are and sadly the reality is because we've been so inward looking we think these gifts can only flow within the four walls of church these things are becoming more visible in our secret little clubs you know behind the four walls at 10 30 on a sunday morning where everybody wonders what goes on on in there for those who don't go and 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 yet he's saying here no 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 it's got to give visible definition wherever we are uh, <laughs> and I, I am no longer satisfied with making him known to you don't hear me wrongly you know within the four walls of church within our secret clubs which has no impact then on the world in where we live and i don't want to make him known in church and keep him a stranger out there because i'm flying in the face of the last thing that he told us to do which is to get out there make a mark make disciples be discipled so we can disciple and i want to make sure that i am as much church out there as i am in here 
And listen, that is, I'm a, I'm a great advocate that every pastor who's been in ministry for however long, even if it's just a sabbatical, needs to get out there in the world to understand what it's like. Firstly, to understand what the what God's people, the the lives that they're living, and what they face, and what they what they go through. But secondly, to remind themselves of what it is for them to fulfil the Great Commission, for them to not only have their words speak, but their lives speak, and to be salt and life within this world. And listen, this past year and a half or so through this pandemic, that has been my privilege, and will continue to be my privilege. And I would argue to say that I've I've made more of an impact for Jesus during this lockdown than than I have in 20 years of ministry and that is why I cannot settle for the status quo um I hope I hope this is making sense I, I'm aware that some of it might be a bit rambly and, and whatnot listen I have it all written down ordered here and but I'm, I'm just going as I as I feel it um this is who we are meant to be church and so <laughs> so long the secret club um, we want to equip you and we want you to equip us because we're all called so that we can be effective out there so we can do the work of the ministry so we can be an example so we can set a good testimony so that we can disciple others and listen call it what you want you don't have to call it discipling if you don't want but so we can nurture and help and counsel and and uh, to make him known that's all we want to do that's what the great commission is all about to make him know to know him and to make him known and to let other people know that look he knows you and we want to make that known to you however that works in whatever guise and and, and folks a lot of the time that's not preaching because the people that you preach to can get turned off pretty quickly uh, or get bored of it and listen if you've ever built a church you know that's the game for one season you're the flavor of the month and then and then another you're not but it is about reaching and loving and blessing the ephesians 4 ministry gifts folks i'm telling you they're in each and every one of us yes there's a special dispensation for those who flow in those giftings to the body but listen there is something of god in you that he is placed there it's a gift so you can reach others and you can be a blessing and you can help and you can be that shoulder to cry on and as you do that you are making him known you are making him visible to a world that he loves to a world that he made and to a world that he continues to reach and so listen i'm aware that for some this is totally at odds with what you've grown up in church with 60 years man and boy man and woman but I, I believe this is exciting and who knows what we will become who knows what God will use us all to accomplish as we walk in this and so listen that's that's all I wanted to say today I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there but hope that helped take a take a moment this week just to think about okay who can I reach um who who can I help? Who can I who can I be these ministry gifts to? Um who can I communicate with? Um how can I how can I communicate with my kids more effectively in line with the heart of God? And as you do that, what you'll realise is you are being more the church 
than you have ever been. And so listen, love you, praying for you. Um, yeah, let's move on. All right then, we and I hope that was helpful. Just things to muse on, to think about as you go through your week. And and obviously, as we get ready to be together again next week uh, on Zoom, remember what we said at the beginning. So keep your eye out for all that information, which will probably come Friday, Saturday, so you can access the link. But um, we want to see you. We want to hear from you. And let's continue to journey this thing together. All right, then. All that remains is, Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for each and every one watching this and the families that they represent. Lord, would you continue to be with them? Lord, would you continue to guide them? Lord, would you continue, Lord, just to whisper to each and every one of them with regards to who you are and how you feel about them and what it is you have placed in their lives for them to do and to accomplish. Lord, help us to see as you see. Lord, help us to be as you are. And Lord, help us to be just a great reflection in our communities of you. Lord, bless your precious people. It's in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right, that's peace out. Love you. See you soon. Bye now.